We'd like to thank Notre Dame Federal Credit Union for helping to underwrite the Building Through Him podcast. In the last year alone, Notre Dame FCU served more than 800 parishes, schools, and nonprofits in more than 25 dioceses nationwide. Learn more at NotreDameFCU.com. Hello, this is Mary Jo with a little love note from the Building Through Him podcast. And just so you know, you are always loved and always welcome here. Veiled love. So I'm assuming that you wear your seatbelt, right? And if you have kids or you're taking care of kids, you put them in car seats if, you know, they're under the age of six. So it's every time we get into the car, in and out, in and out, it's the same thing over and over. It becomes ritual, habit. Before we drive, everyone's buckled up because our physical safety is important, right? Each of us is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Every soul is precious and beloved. So what about our spiritual safety? We know that we are surrounded by evil, by temptation, right? But what is the seatbelt way, the daily ritual of keeping ourselves protected? My daughter decided to get curtain bangs. I didn't even know what this was, but it's like these type of bangs. And when the hairdresser was doing her hair afterwards, she would like blow dry it up and then pull the blow dryer away and then hold it there. And I'm like, why are you holding her hair up in the air with the blow dryer pulled away? And she said, where your hair cools, it stays. Where your hair cools, it stays. And immediately I was like, oh, I know there's something more there. So I had to pray with that whole statement. Where it cools, it stays. And we know sometimes that we have like these deep moments with the Lord where there's like heat and excitement and deep joy. And that's wonderful. I call them like mountaintop experiences. And if you've never had a mountaintop experience, I encourage you to go on a retreat, like take the time to actually enter into that. Um, When we have our Kingdom Builders gathering, when we have the Eucharist out there and these praise and worship and, you know, the teaching and being surrounded by all these women, that's a mountaintop experience. Um, All of us worshiping our Lord together. But You can also get those end retreats or whatever. It's just that coming into the deep presence of our Lord. But the day-to-day, when we're, you know, doing the same thing day after day, where our soul kind of cools, that's where we stay. So how do we stay strong there? How do we keep ourselves protected there? The sacraments, of course, right? That's the strongest way for grace. But there's more. So... Many of you have heard of Our Lady of Fatima. She appeared in 1917 to three shepherds, Lucia, Francisco, and Jacinta. And the main message that she gave was to pray the rosary daily, to pray the rosary daily. And even in our rosary, and if you look at any type of pamphlet, there's a Fatima prayer in there. A lot of times it's not even labeled Fatima prayer, but it's Oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of your mercy. That's the Fatima prayer that comes from her, right? The rosary is the same thing over and over, a ritual, a habit, like a seatbelt. But Mama Mary asks us to do it to keep us safe. There's a simplicity to it and a humility to it that often makes us feel like, I feel like I want a little bit more than this. Like this is for, you know, the boring people or the people who aren't as smart as I am. St. Jose Maria Scriva said, Say the Holy Rosary. Blessed be the monotony of the Hail Marys, which, 
which purifies the monotony of your sins. Say the Holy Rosary. Blessed be the monotony of the Hail Marys, which purifies the monotony of your sins. And so when we have that desire to want the new, the cool, the hot, the exciting, we remember that where we cool, we stay strong. So it's like asking someone, you know, like, oh, you've lost weight. What did you do? And they're like, I ate more fruits and vegetables and I worked out. And you're like, oh, congrats. That's wonderful. And then secretly you're thinking, well, that's boring. Forget that. Because even though we know what works, what's been recommended, we resist it because of the simplicity, the humility, the obedience that it requires. But praying the rosary has incredible power. It's so much more beneficial than even exercise. It's praying about John the Beloved being at the foot of the cross with Mama Mary. And, you know, all the other apostles were hiding. They were afraid. But John the Beloved was at the foot of the cross. And he was the only apostle not to be martyred. And I often thought, I bet it's because he had the courage to be at the foot of the cross that he wasn't martyred. And I just kind of praying with it. And I was like, "Mm, there's more, like, there's more there. And I think it's also because of him being willing to be there with Mary. We think about when people give their last words on their deathbed, like how powerful those last words are. And some of Jesus' last words were, this is John 19, 26 and 27, when Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, dear woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. So Jesus gives John the beloved his mother, and he gives his mother John. And when he does that, he gives all of us his mother and gives his mother all of us. And when we're willing to be with Jesus in his suffering, when we have the courage to stand at the base of the cross and just be there with him, he will give us his mother. And when we take her into our house, into our temple, she covers us with her mantle. She veils us with her love and protects us from evil. That rosary is our spiritual seatbelt. It's powerful protection, but that power is veiled. It's veiled. Most people don't even recognize it. And I'm a rosary girl. Like I've seen the miracles that have come forth from praying the rosary, and I'm a rosary girl. So on May 13th, so about a year and a half ago, I hadn't said my rosary. And I had this just resistance to it. Like this, this like little rebel inside of me was like, I am not doing it. I was like, what is this? Like, why do I feel so strongly? I don't want to do it. And um, I'm like, that's weird. So I go to the readings for that day and it was the feast of Our Lady of Fatima. That's not a coincidence, you know? And I was like, oh my gosh, the enemy really doesn't want me to say the rosary. And so we know when we say that rosary and we really don't want to say it, let me tell you, it has so much power there. You know, we are being obedient in the midst of deeply desiring not to be obedient. There's so much power there. Sister Lucia said, and she was one of the children that Mary appeared to, there is no problem, I tell you, no matter how difficult it is that we cannot resolve by the prayer of the Holy Rosary. And I've seen this in my life. Every problem I just bring 
and I pray and she she's amazing. She's our intercessor. The enemy will tell you that your rosary needs to be perfect. That's a lie. That's a lie. It's because it's just so cool because Mary just cleans it up before she gives it over to Jesus. We just know it needs to be prayed. It doesn't need to be perfect. It needs to be prayed. I've told this story before, but in case you're new to the podcast, when I was in the Navy, I was in boot camp and I had my rosary, but I didn't remember what prayers went on what beads. So I just said like random prayers on each bead while contemplating the mysteries and still just as powerful. I was saying like, bless us, O Lord, and these guy, the guy gifts, angel of God, my guardian dear, like saying all these random prayers. And then I found out it was like not any of those. I was like, well, I felt like mine was a little better than all that, but um, it didn't matter. Like Our Lady cleaned it up, like the whole part of being in that contemplation and reciting those prayers and, and contemplating those mysteries, so much power there. So no matter how distracted or how badly our rosary is said, she cleans it up and brings it to the throne of her son, Jesus. She cares for all the people of God. And if you're really struggling with it, if you're like, my gosh, it's so boring, Mary Jo, I just can't do it. Ask the Lord to anoint your imagination. This is something we talk about all the time. The main reason the Lord gave you his imagination was for prayer. That's the main reason. So ask him to anoint it. Allow him to give you images. Some of the images we get in prayer, we're like, is that from him? If it's beautiful, it's leading you to holiness. It's from him. It is. And a lot of times I like to contemplate like a physical sensation. So I'll imagine like when he's being scourged, feeling his beard against the side of my cheek and comforting him there while he's being scourged and just kissing his cheek. Or before he's crucified, I'll kiss the front and back of each hand just to kind of like prepare it in love for the suffering he's about to undertake. Anytime that you're contemplating those mysteries, just go into it. Allow yourself just to be there with him. Sometimes I'll even get a smell, like the Lord will give me a smell or he'll give me a new image. It doesn't matter how many times I've prayed the rosary, he's constantly giving me new images. Or someone comes to my mind that I put in the midst of that rosary. If I'm doing the joyful mysteries, I'll put people in the womb of Mary and Elizabeth with John the Baptist and and Jesus. Like I can insert people there. When he's getting the crown of thorns, I pray for those who are struggling with mental illness because there's so many struggling with that right now. So you can make that rosary come alive with images through your love. And when we anoint him with our love in the midst of all his life, you know, especially his suffering, we come to this deep and vulnerable place in our relationship with Jesus. However, sometimes the rosary is boring no matter what. Sometimes it is boring, and sometimes we just need to pray it anyway. We've come to a place so often in our lives where we need to be entertained, you know, like, oh, priest homily wasn't very good today, and da 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 It's like, what in the world? We are coming to Mass to worship God, not to be entertained, right? So, like, sometimes you just have to be real with yourself. Like, I'm not coming to pray to be entertained. I'm actually coming to pray so I can worship the Lord because that's what he's called me and created me to do, right? So even if the rosary feels boring, it doesn't limit its power. We know feeling is not everything, right? And we know that when we're praying, even if we don't feel it, it's still present. Your prayer is still powerful. So when we're praying with that, we're praying the rosary, we're just saying, I'm here with you, Jesus. I will not leave you. I have the courage to be here with you. And even if it's boring, you're here. 
so I choose to be here too. And your mama's here, and I will love her and comfort her, and I will take her into my home, my own self, and I will allow her to rest in me. I will console her when she weeps for you, her precious son. I will console her when she weeps for all her children who do not know you, her son. I will console her, and in that consolation, I will accept the mantle over me. I will allow her veil to spread over me and my family, the veil of her love. St. Louis de Montfort said, Never will anyone who says the rosary every day be led astray. This is a statement that I would gladly sign with my blood. He would sign that statement with his blood. We remember where we are cool, we stay. So Lord, allow us to cool under the veil of your mother's love. If you would like more information about Kingdom Builders or would like to know how to bring this apostolate to your parish, please go to our website at buildingthroughhim.com and click Build With Us. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.